email strangers. So while there's a lot that you can learn online from the comfort of your home, there's also a lot that you cannot learn online because it's stuck in other people's brains and you need a way to directly access those people. There's lots of ways you can do this. Uh, I often encourage young people to try to go attend conferences or competitions or gatherings or other place where there's just a lot of enthusiastic, similarly motivated people gathered in the same space. Very exciting, very motivating. But if you're not able to do that, my next favorite suggestion is to email a stranger. This means emailing someone who probably has the answer to some important question that you have or can give you really helpful personalized advice or maybe give you feedback on something that you're working on. This is a challenging thing to do and to pull off and to receive a response, but when you do, it is so motivating to hear from someone who you admire, whose advice you respect. This is something I do all the time as an adult self-directed learner. For example, when I want to get someone to come on my podcast, I'm essentially emailing a stranger. I've used this to get business advice about how to start a travel company, for example. And one of my favorite things to do when I'm abroad is to use the Couchsurfing Network to meet and stay with total strangers. To do that, I'm more or less emailing strangers. So I'm going to walk you through the process of how to email a stranger. And then the activity is going to be emailing a stranger. You could have guessed that one. All right. So to repeat, I recommend using the skill to try to gain information that you're not able to find online to get life advice, or to make a small request from someone. Who should you ask? First of all, don't try to ask someone who's a a total superstar, a big celebrity, because it's very difficult to get responses from those people. Try to choose someone who probably does not get too many random emails from strangers. And so, for example, college professors are people I have found to be pretty responsive to emails, especially you make it clear that you are a teenager, because that's just kind of a weird, interesting thing to happen in the life of a college professor, to get an email from a 14-year-old who says, I'm super interested in the thing that you study and write about. Can I ask you a question? The next step is to find someone's email address. Oftentimes, you can just Google this, write their first name and last name, and then the word email. Uh, Other times, the person will have a webpage, and you can look for the contact section of that webpage. I tend to avoid email addresses that are generic, like if there's a info at whatever.com email address. That doesn't have a very good success rate with getting responses. And other people are actually not really into email, and they want you to instead send them a direct message on Instagram or Twitter or Discord or Snapchat or who knows whatever they're using. You know better than I do. So anyways, find the way to contact them. And then when you write your email or message, uh, here are four core questions you need to answer. Who are you? What do you want from me? How much of my time or effort will it take? And why should I care? Slash, what's in it for me? So these are all questions from the perspective of the person who's being emailed. Let me give you an example of how not to do this. So 
I once received an email titled Connecting, and it said, Dear Mr. Bowles, I have learned of Unschool Adventures through a book I'm reading by Carrie McDonald. I'm an educator and learner, among other things. I'm really interested in delving deeper into new possibilities for crafting one's life and learning trajectory. If you do this, I'd love to perhaps have a chat sometime. Thanks so much. So while this was a kindly worded and brief email, it was not an email that I decided to respond to because this person was essentially asking to just pick my brain. That's not a good way to go about emailing strangers. Um, Here's a different example. I once got an email from a 15-year-old that said, I hope this email finds you safe and healthy. My name is so-and-so, and I'm a 15-year-old 2E twice-exceptional student and 2E advocate. I'm also a big fan of your ideas and books on self-directed learning and unschooling. I recently posted a video on YouTube called 2E Like Me, in which I mention your books. I hope to send more students your way and would love to someday meet you in person. Okay, the email goes on, but wow, great, fantastic. Uh, This is an email I definitely responded to. Uh, He essentially wanted me to watch his video, and if I liked it, to share it and to offer feedback on it to him, which I totally did. So here's what makes a really good email to a stranger. First of all, assume that this person is busy and they don't have time to read your life story. So keep your emails short. Four to six sentences is a great length for an email to a stranger, like three normal size paragraph maximum. Uh, when you, if you're asking that they do something for you, try to keep this request uh, very small. So it takes like maybe just 30 seconds of their time or a few minutes of their time. If you start asking a stranger to do something that takes more than five or 10 minutes, that is really severely reducing your chances of a response. You should definitely write something that acknowledges that this person is busy. For example, you can write the phrase, I'm sure you're a very busy person and I know your time is valuable. You can even write, if you don't have time for this right now, no response is needed. That's a great way of taking any obligation or even guilt for not responding from that person's shoulders, which makes it more likely that they'll respond to you. You should give them a reason to care about you. Introduce yourself a little bit. Who are you? How old are you? Why are you writing them? Why are you writing this specific person instead of someone else? If you have any credibility indicators, for example, if you are contacted an artist, you have some published work that you can share the link to online. Do you know any people that this person also knows? Show that you are a credible person that they should take seriously. You can also appear serious by doing your homework, by which I mean researching this person and their work pretty deeply before you email them. So this means Googling them and looking at their social media accounts and otherwise familiarizing yourself using all the online tools at your disposal. And then mentioning something in the email that shows that you are familiar with them. So for example, if you're trying to write a professor, mention one of their classes or mention a paper that they've published. This shows that you are a responsible, self-directed learner who knows that uh, their time is valuable and you're not going to ask them questions that you could have already Googled for yourself. 
And then with your request, you should be crystal clear, be hyper-specific. And it might feel demanding to say something like, I'd love to chat on the phone with you for 20 minutes, but really that is a, a helpful thing that people appreciate because it's very clear. Uh, if you want to have a conversation with them, say, could we do this over FaceTime or Zoom or a phone call? Be specific about the medium. Offer some timeframes for when this could happen. So you could say, I'm available most weekdays between 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time. I'm available in the next three weeks. Also very helpful. And if you're trying to meet up with someone face-to-face, make it highly convenient for them. Tell them when you're available and give them multiple options for where you could possibly meet. It should almost always be a public place, like a coffee shop or park or something like that. And finally, before you send this email, get it proofread. So find someone who has a firm grasp of the English language and get them to read it and look out for any typos or grammar errors or punctuation or formatting. And then make sure that you answered the questions. Who are you? What do you want from me? How much of my time or effort will it take? And why should I care? Slash what's in it for me? All right. The activity is send an email to a stranger. Find a person. Find their email address. Think up a small request you can make of them. And then take some time to craft this email and hit send. Parents, you too. It might be a little bit harder to convince someone to respond to you if you're not a charming teenager, but you can do it. I do this probably every week of my life. It can be done. Finally, if you do get a response, congratulations. If you don't, don't take it too hard. Uh, You can consider sending a follow-up email. I typically wait three to five days before sending a follow-up email and make sure to make it super brief, totally friendly, and just have the assumption that they're not going to respond because some other big life thing is going on for them. Finally, if you want to take this to the next level, don't just email one person because honestly, the success rate with emailing strangers is pretty rough. If you want to guarantee that you get a response, Try sending emails to three or five different people. These people can all be related to the same question or curiosity that you have or the same kind of request. That's fine. Once you get a response, you will feel highly motivated because now you are out there in the world interacting with people who you like and respect and talking about things that matter. Good luck.